Welcome to Hilton Head Island Community Church's Church at Home for 2018. My name's Todd Cullen. I'm the lead pastor here at Hilton Head Island Community Church, and I'm just really glad uh, that you're joining in wherever you are today. I'm glad that you've joined us for our regular annual Church at Home uh, Sunday, and glad that you're here. Uh, I know that uh, Christmas has now passed. Uh, for most of you, you're watching this uh, either a little bit before or perhaps a little bit after the New Year's. And it's really interesting because the period of time every year from Thanksgiving to New Year's is filled with a season of feasting. We eat and we eat and we eat. We stuff ourselves, we center our whole world, it seems, during the holiday season around food. And I'll tell you that there is an aspect of enjoying the food and enjoying what God has given us in the way of food that is part of our worship of God. And so in so many ways, when we feast, we can worship God. But there's also an aspect of our daily lives and our, our lives in Christ that we can worship him also when we fast. So there's a worship that we can experience in feasting and a worship that we can also experience in fasting. But you know, the modern church, today's church, doesn't talk much about prayer and fasting. Uh, we don't focus much on a lot of the examples from Scripture where people entered into a season, whether it was a short period of time or a lengthy period of time, where they fasted from food, where they took a break from eating to be able to focus on God. And the Bible is full of examples. Ezra called the Jews to fast on their way back from exile in Babylon. He called them to a period of fasting. They're out in the desert on their way back. Jonah called the city of Nineveh to a period of fasting when they began to repent from their sins. Uh, David called on God and took time to fast, um, asking for God's healing when he had a sick child. And in the New Testament, we see Jesus fasting and we see Paul over and over again talking about the value of fasting in the Christian life. Today, what I want to do is, for church at home, just talk about something that um, some Christians will practice, a discipline, a spiritual discipline, that some Christians will practice, uh, particularly at this time of the year. Uh, and in the new year, a lot of Christians will take time away uh, from some of the things that may satisfy them from this world to be able to focus on God. And in fact, that's what I want to talk to you about today is, is what fasting is all about, why we should fast, what it is, and, and really how we should go about doing it. And I want to begin with really understanding what is biblical fasting. And I would give it this definition. Biblical fasting is a spiritual discipline of refraining from something that satisfies and replacing it with focused time spent with God and in God's word in order to develop a greater desire for, a greater dependency upon, and a greater satisfaction in God alone. The fact is, is that we sometimes get so wrapped up in the things that God provides that we begin to find more joy and satisfaction in those things than we do in God himself. And we find a passage that's recorded in Matthew, Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. And this is a passage, one of a few, where we see Jesus talking about fasting. Uh, check this out in verse 16. He says, And when you fast, do not look gloomily, gloomy 
like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their face that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, he says this, anoint your head, wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret, he will reward you. Jesus, when he was talking to the religious leaders of the day, uh, often pointed out that a lot of their religious disciplines had to do with uh, how people saw them. It was an image thing for them. And Jesus communicates to his followers that biblical fasting is not to uh, bring pride or to bring focus or to bring fame upon ourselves. It, it's not something that we do so that we feel better about ourselves. It's not something that we should enter into share to the whole world that we've gone through this great spiritual experience of going without food or going without technology or going without something that we enjoy because we are good people. Fasting is all about doing without something so that we can focus on our need for God. And so Jesus focuses here in Matthew 6 on really the the fact of is, is that fasting is something that we ought to do to seek God out. And, and so I want to answer that question. Why should we fast? Why should Christians enter a period of fasting? Because let's face it, fasting is not just a Christian thing. In fact, most of the religions of the world have fasting as a part of their practice or as a part of their tradition in some form or fashion. So Christianity doesn't have exclusivity on fasting but the Bible says a lot about it. So why should we fast? And I just want to give you a couple reasons. We should fast to renew our desire for a deeper relationship with God. We should first and foremost fast uh, to renew our desire for a deeper relationship with God. Maybe today, as we kind of bring 2018 to a close, and as we begin to enter this brand new year, maybe if you were really honest with yourself, um, over a period of time, you've begun to lose the desire that you once had uh, for God. M maybe it's just begun to fade a little bit. Maybe the newness of your faith has worn off and you've kind of entered a period where uh, your relationship with the Lord is a little bit mundane, a little bit ordinary. And maybe for you, entering a period of fasting is all about renewing a desire for a deeper, more meaningful relationship with the Lord. The second reason that maybe we should fast is, is that we're beginning to find our satisfaction in something other than our relationship with God. This is easy for anyone to do at any uh, you know, measure or level of your faith. Um, it's easy to begin to find satisfaction and joy and even comfort and enjoyment and pleasure from the things that God provides. But the Bible over and over again directs us not to the things that he provides to find our significance or to find that, uh, that solution for whatever our need is. But our goal is, is to seek him out and to find all of those things in him alone. And then the last reason that I want to point out today uh, as, as a reason that we need to fast is, is that we're desperate for freedom from a stronghold in our lives. Maybe as you finish up 2018 and enter into 2019, 
there's something in your life. Maybe it's a lifestyle. Maybe it's a sin. Maybe it's a habit that has consumed you. Maybe for you, um, it's actually something that um, has begun to ruin your life. Maybe it's a health issue. Maybe you've just recently found out about a diagnosis and um, it's become everything in your life, Mm -hmm. rightly so. Maybe today you are um, taken up by um, your business or um, maybe your career. And maybe you realize that you are so desperate to have a stronghold, to have bondage that you feel uh, entrapped in or a situation or a circumstance that you have no resolution for. Maybe today you sense that you need freedom from that stronghold. There is no better practice and there's no better discipline for you to begin this year with a period of fasting and a period of prayer, seeking God out for resolution and for freedom from that stronghold. And so those are some of the, maybe just three of the many reasons why we should fast. Now, uh, one of the questions that people ask me um, often about fasting is, um, how should we fast? Well, I want to give you just two examples, and there'll be a few more details in this, but I think there are two ways in our modern times, in our kind of current day, um, maybe two examples of how we can fast or or how we should go into a fast. The the first way is, is a fast from food. Um, I've done this throughout my life in a variety of different ways and in a variety of different manners, but um, there's a lot of different ways that we can fast from food. We can take a break from food and we can do it with a specific food or we can do it with a specific drink. Maybe it's sugar or bread or coffee or soda or alcohol that we say we are going to fast from because we've received so much joy and so much pleasure from that type of food or that type of drink. And so for you, maybe it's something um, that really kind of connects some of those strongholds and some of those things in your life that you're seeking freedom from. And so maybe you decide that you're going to take a period of time in this new year to fast from and take a break from a specific type of food or a specific type of drink. Uh, Another way is to fast at a specific time of day or for a specific meal. A lot of people will go through um, a period of time where they will uh, cut out a meal. Maybe it's breakfast, or maybe it's lunch, or maybe it's dinner. And so they cut out a specific meal, or some people will take a specific meal on a specific day, and, and they'll dedicate that period of time to prayer and to fasting. And so for you, maybe it's a specific meal. Maybe for some of you, God's calling you to something much deeper and Daniel, when he was faced with the challenges that he was faced with and carrying the mantle of leadership uh, in the Bible, um, ensured that he and um, his, uh, uh, his partners were ready for the leadership that God would call them to uh, by just eating specific food that was from the ground. It's called pulse. And so Daniel um, entered in and, and his friends entered into this period of time when they would only eat from the pulse from the ground. And and so today, a lot of people enter a period of time of fasting, and they enter what's called the Daniel Fast. And that might be something that you look into and find more out about. And I want to caution you that um, for all of you, if you enter a period of time where you change your current um, intake of food or calorie uh, content, um, you really need to consult your doctor before you do that. 
But I think in our modern day, there may be a second way that we can fast, and that's from technology. You know, um, food consumes us, but in our day and age, technology is also something that can consume us. So if you're thinking about entering a period of fasting at the beginning of the year, maybe you can take some time away from your smartphone or, or your other device that just totally consumes your time. Maybe you need to take time away from social media or just time in general on the internet. Maybe for you it's time away from a specific game or a specific type of media that you enjoy. And maybe you take a period of time out. And so those are some of the ways that we can fast. A lot of people will go through a, a, a time of fasting, and I've made this mistake as well, and they get so wrapped up into what they're going to eliminate from their lives. They get so wrapped up into uh, the diet or the thing that they're going to do without that they forget the real purpose of fasting. And I want to remind you of this. Um, we as a church are going to enter a period of, of fasting, but I want us to be focused on not what we do without. I want us to be focused on more of God and our need for God. The byproduct of fasting may very well be a simpler lifestyle, um, perhaps a, a change in our physical appearance, uh, improved health, deeper restored relationships, broken habits, but we must always keep in mind that the purpose of fasting is really about connecting with and realizing our desperate need for more of God our desperate need for more of Jesus. Here at Hilton Head Island Community Church, I'm going to call us as a church, not just our leadership, not just our staff, but I'm going to call our whole church to a period of time where we fast at the beginning of the year. And so we're going to start a 21-day journey of fasting. And so I want to encourage you to be a part of this. Um, from January 5th to January 25th, we're going to have a 21-day experience of, of, of time of prayer and fasting where we dedicate ourselves to the Lord for 2019, where we enter into this new year fully realizing our need and our desire and our hunger, not for food, but for God. There's this great psalm that um, the psalmist wrote when he realized his need for God. It comes from Psalm 63, verse 1. He says this. I love this. He says, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. You know, the, the climate of his day was a desert. And this past year, I had the opportunity to uh, go to Nairobi, Kenya. And I remember as we flew from Europe over the north part of the African continent, and we looked down, and as the sun was beginning to set at night, we could see the expanse of the Sahara Desert. And I wonder if right now, as you end, 20, end 2018, and as 2019 is just about upon us, I wonder if your spiritual world is a little bit like a desert. I wonder if right now what you're dealing with is a dry and arid spiritual soul. And my encouragement, my challenge is that you would enter 2019 with an awareness of your need for God. 
And I want us as a church to enter 2019 with this overwhelming understanding that if we're going to accomplish great things for the Lord, then we first and foremost need to realize how much we need him. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Let us seek after God when our souls are in the midst of the desert. Let us seek for God as we begin this new year. Father God, I thank you so much for all that you do for us, for all that you've done for us. And Father, we realize that we as your people can worship you through times where we feast. We can worship you through Part of our worship is through what you give us to experience, but God, we also realize that part of our worship comes from withholding from those things that we receive pleasure from, from getting away from that for a period of time so that we can have a renewed sense of our need for you. God, I pray that you would help us to realize that wherever we are in our spiritual lives, whether we uh, don't know you as our savior yet, or whether we have known you for a period of time and it's just begun to fade, or whether we know you as our savior, but we're very far off from you. God, help us to realize that the value of the desert experience is understanding how much you provide for us in so many different ways. Help us to realize our great and desperate need for you and you alone, God. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.